Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I can't rem- believe I remember how to do that. Hey, hey Dan, that was on tape one. Memory. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Uh, much better now. Yeah, it's weird because <laughs> you're sitting behind me. That's yeah. Weird. This, this room keeps changing. Uh, <laughs> Configurations. I almost said yeah. orifice. <laughs> <laughs> the orifice. Man, whatever you do when I'm not here is your, your uh, thing. <laughs> I do like this. Anyway, episode 225, we're back after South by Southwest. Yeah. Um... How was your South by Southwest? Uh, not as crazy as it has been, but busy enough that I still uh, lost between five and ten pounds like I do Yay! every time we do <laughs> South by. <laughs> I went from walking zero uh, miles a day <laughs> to walking on average 15 miles a day. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I still gained weight because yeah, yeah, yeah. they fed us so well. <laughs> yeah, you got catering. When you, <laughs> boy, howdy. I had literal peanuts. That's <laughs> When you work for South by Southwest, they feed you incredibly well. It's worth working for them just for the food. Word. Um, so, uh, but I was mostly stationed in the Austin Convention Center, and that building is yeah, big. four blocks by five blocks <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah, go to the next hall. It'll take you 20 minutes. It does. <laughs> and then I was on multiple levels and mm-hmm. the loading docks. So I, yeah. boy, like, I literally, at the end of the day, could not sit or lay down. I just kept walking in my hotel room. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. kept going. Yeah, the last two days were my longest, sort of most intense days. And I think... I would like get home, close like lay down, close my eyes, and then my alarm clock would go off. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I just the quickest sleep ever. Yeah. I worked twenty eight straight days, and sixteen of them oh. were more than twelve hours. So. But I met two celebrities. That was yeah. nice. Uh, I met Bill Shatner. Word for a split second, uh-huh. and I met Eric Andre. Hey, uh, he's a really nice guy. Nice, Eric Andre unprompted. After he did a keynote speak (laughs) at South by Southwest, stayed to shake every single person's hand or take selfies or do anything. Fuck, I love that. And dude, I was running sound for it and I did that too. Just like unprompted. I fucking love it when people are like that. And security's like, do you want us to get you out of here? And he's like, why? (laughs) Fuck off. um, I have a line of people to feed my ego for the next two God hours right. like why uh, would i want to leave 100 <laughs> percent. all right so we haven't been here for a long time so i assumed oh we must be back on the charts because people are gonna f- try to figure out where we are yeah, yeah lots of reviews and emails saying hey guys we miss you come on <laughs> back uh but i was wrong <laughs> so uh what's the number one movie in america dan <laughs> oh shit all right i've got six guesses all right well there's only five um, slots what do you got uh i've got shazam 2 Correct. Oh, okay. 30.1 million. Oh, yeah, that is kind of a, a laugh cheer. Yeah. Um. Then I got Creed 3. That is in the third slot. Ooh, fuck you. Um, With 15.4. Did Ant-Man 3 stay in the two it, slot? It stayed in the fifth slot. Oh, with God. 4.2 I know million. it was doing bad. I didn't know it was doing so that bad. So you've got one, three, and five. Okay. What's uh, number two? Cocaine Bear? Not even in the top five. Fuck. Scream six. Correct. With seventeen point three million. Yeah, there we million. go. And in the and fourth then my slot last was Avatar two because that's apparently still correct. making money. <laughs> no. Nope. Kind of a wild card in the fourth slot. Word. What is it? Uh. Oh fuck. What was Starring the other Kylo one that came Ren. Out? Yeah. 
I don't remember what that one's called. 65. Yeah. 65 million years ago. We're very clever. Right. Very clever. All right. Let's do some news. <laughs> yeah. Back in it. Back. Here we are doing things. Uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are set to premiere Flamin' Hot, mm. a biographical drama about the invention of the Flaming Hot Cheetos jointly on the same day. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. which I thought was bigger news because I read it first as Netflix and Hulu, mm. but Disney and Hulu are in- owned by the same company. So. Yeah, that's all. That's all. 100% Disney or what, 66.7% right. Disney. I-, I like that precedent, though. I like yeah. that precedent. I'm like, I would like to see more things Yeah, go on multiple different uh, streamers. Yeah. Um, perhaps the most important... Uh, piece of news we'll talk about maybe this entire year is that the trailer for mighty morphin power rangers once and always Uh uh, has been released for netflix and oh shit it is great it is shit i haven't watched that yet uh it's david yost and walter emmanuel uh the original blue and black rangers okay i saw a picture of the two of them yeah okay that makes way more sense so this is like a passion project that david yost has been working on for so long and he used twitter to get people to support it nice and like get a buzz and so they find netflix is like if you shut up we'll give you some money (laughs) so it is a straight up like it's, it's se- how to do Hollywood now, apparently. Yeah. It's a sequel <laughs> to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So when I tell you oh, uh, former co-host of the show, uh-huh. Mason, oh, is yeah. very excited because that's his jam and Flipping my jam. Shit. Uh, but, you know, I got a big problem with continuities and like, <laughs> and yeah. like the, the Power Rangers continuity is already so fucked because oh, they had God, to yeah. cut up Super Saiyan shows. Yeah. Yeah, it's already... Super Hentai, what's it called? Yeah, was it like three different shows that they had chopped up? It was like a hundred different shows. Or yeah, I mean three different for like the first oh, season. Yeah. And then they were like, fuck it, we ran out of clips from that. Let's Now right. now we're just in space. And like, now we're just... We're yeah. doing this other thing. And now they're dinosaurs. Like the White now. Ranger wasn't <laughs> yeah. even in the show with the other Power Rangers. That's why you never see him in that type of footage fighting with yep. them. And apparently he was yeah, like... Yeah, talking to a guy off screen and then cut to him. Yeah. <laughs> And that character was like a little boy that became a Power Ranger and was apparently like a pervert in like the original oh, show. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. Awesome. Right. Like, with, like he's just like the most powerful Power Ranger, but he was like the joke Ranger on whatever show he was on. I mean, neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, the Japanese audience was watching it like, what the fuck is this? Right. So we see uh, original blue and black Rangers. We see, we're going to see second generation Rangers of... Uh, Red Ranger, Pink Ranger, bl- second Black Ranger, Word. and then the whole thing is like Trini. You know, actress that played Trini died. Yeah. So like in the f- first part of the show, like Rita R- Repulsa comes back and kills Trini, and then her daughter is gonna like become the new uh, Yellow Ranger, which yeah. I like a whole lot. Yeah, uh, they kill but, her off in the suit, so you don't have to right have her. Yeah. But the but the point is, all the powers from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they're way gone. There was a TV show about it yeah. and a movie out of continuity about how they lost their powers. And that's why they become like Ninja Rangers or whatever the fuck they become. Oh, word. Uh, so, they, they, they ran out of clips from Powered People shows. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I really have to turn off my suspension of disbelief because the whole time I want to like push my glasses into my bridge and this is not how Power Rangers works. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just enjoy it. But Word. I can talk about it because it's a movie. Word. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I hope, have... uh, Austin, uh, maybe Austin Zone at this point, hmm. uh, or Austin visiting constantly. Hmm. Uh, P. Lander Z. I hope they're involved somehow. They are not. <laughs> 
but not with that attitude. <laughs> also, also not. They just started playing again. By the way, they Word. took a big hiatus. Yeah, uh, so uh, yellow always shows up at uh, South by every year. Uh, <laughs> uh, very sadly absent from these is original Pink Power Ranger. Yeah, Joe Johnson. Yeah, I was gonna say what friend. second generation Pink Boo. Yeah. Catherine something or I don't know her fucking name, uh. But no, but I know that Amy Joe has like tried to distance herself from this goofy shit yeah, for like a she's long time. Directing movies and shit. She's, yeah, she's got, a musician. She's got other stuff to do. She yeah. she a busy lady. So uh, I'm gonna have a screening at the house and invite Mason over and put out Dunkaroos and string cheese and Lunchables <laughs> and fruit roll ups. Oh, nice. Gushers. We're gonna have that a, purple stuff. That purple stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Apple is reportedly planning to spend $1 billion this year to release movies in theaters with potential releases from Scorsese and Ridley Scott. Jesus Christ. They very, very much want to be in the movie business. And I think it's from that I mean, time that now? Ricky Gervais made fun of Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Tim, Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple. He just likes going to award shows. He likes hobnobbing. Oh, yeah. So he's like, you know what? We're going to diversify. And, you know, as someone who owns Apple stock, I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Make some money, y'all. I'm, uh, I'm finally, I'm fully caught up with uh, Ted Lasso, other than the new season that just started. Did you see him uh, at the White House? Uh, no, but I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. That's a TV show. It doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, Cheech and Chong will be reuniting on screen for a new movie in the first time since Holy the 1980s. Shit. Yeah. Uh, wow. Th- this will trace their origins as a comedy duo. Uh, okay. A joint statement from the pair. We are excited to show the world how two dudes from completely different backgrounds got together, changed comedy, and made cannabis mainstream. I'm not sure you can claim that you're the ones that made cannabis mainstream. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's uh, suburban kids. <laughs> Yeah, it was suburban kids watching Cheech and Chong movies. Right. But I mean, like, yeah. using drugs. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Reefer Madness. In the, wouldn't that come out in the, the 50s? Uh, yeah. That's what that made it mainstream. Straight, straight propaganda. Yeah. Most things in Hollywood are straight propaganda. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't dislike the idea of a Cheech and Chong movie, but there's like zero chance I'm going <laughs> to go see a new Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Watch it when it's streaming. Oh, sure. <laughs> A um, uh, close personal friend Elijah Wood, uh, yeah, yeah, who yeah. is known for playing Frodo in Lord of the Rings is franchise. He? I mean, I guess that's the thing. I'm mean, like, yeah, you were in North, North. <laughs> every time. You were in the Good Son, and you actually Back did play the, the Good Son too. Yeah, he don't he don't like when you bring that up. Um, uh, obligatory. I'm contractually obligated to say every time we bring up his name, I have a matching tattoo with him. Yep. Um, <laughs> We got it at the same time. It's not like I saw his tattoo and got it. We got yeah, it at the yeah. same time. Uh, he said uh, he's open. He opens up whether or not he would return to the fan- fantasy series. He says mm. reboot. I don't know about that, but if there's more films that potentially involve Frodo, I would be down. Word. Okay. But you're gone. You're gone. We can't show the Undying Lands. That's not something that can be put on screen. I mean, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see Elf Heaven. <laughs> Adam McKay's next movie has reportedly been revealed. It will revolve around a serial killer and star Robert Pattinson and Robert Denny Jr. Okay. So Batman and Iron Man. All right. Uh, it's going to be called Average Height, Average Build. And it's about one of these two plays a serial killer 
who loves killing so much that he joins politics so that he can get the penalties for killing lessened. Wow. Which, like, would be a stretch if it's not for, like, everything that's going on yeah. in politics right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't, right. I don't have anything else to say about it. That's yeah. It. Sounds, that sounds interesting. Uh, casting announcement for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, the sequel reveals that Eternal star Patton Oswalt and Kumail Nanjiani uh, have joined. Cool. Close personal friend Kumail Nanjiani. Word. Um, and uh, yeah, I got nothing to say. All the news <laughs> yeah, is just yeah. such so factual. It's less like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, that's happening. Yeah. All right. The news has <laughs> gone away from like uh, just. Yeah, like bombshell Bullshit. drops and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, you got some. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to star Anthony Ramos, producer Loren and producer, I can't pronounce this, D. Vonatura thinks that Transformers Rise of the Beast rivals Michael Bay's 2007 original. Oh, boy. And what a fucking bar to set. Oh, boy. The original Transformers movie. Yeah. I mean, in 2007, <laughs> yeah. Transformers was amazing. Sure. <laughs> uh, so for South by Southwest, uh, down on Congress Ave in, in Austin, the main thoroughfare, they had uh, three life-size Transformers. Oh, my God. But they were just, you know, like molds that were painted. And one yeah. was Optimus Primal. That All definitely right. looked like they stopped painting it halfway through. Because <laughs> I drove by it twice and I was like, why is there a big gray rock outside the Porsche exhibit? <laughs> for south by southwest and someone's like that's optimus Primal." and i got close to it i'm like oh that's optimus primal there you go and then a giant optimus prime next to it that was very big but not quite life-size yeah and it bothered me because like the windshield was just a little too small scale yeah i'm like look it's big i'm looking up but it's not and then they had one of the actual uh screen used cars there okay mirage i think yeah um but I still have a problem because Beast Wars is supposed to be set hundreds of years in the future of regular yeah. Transformers, and it's not. Yeah. This. So fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> every, the answer to every news story is I don't the care. Continuity. The continuity. <laughs> Technically, in the Transformers universe, the energon radiation on the planet Earth caused them to go back in time, even though they're from the future. <laughs> Great. Uh, producer John Landau confirms that a key villain from the first movie will return with a big in a big way in Avatar three, after only a cameo in The Way of Water, and that villain is Boo? who didn't we see come back? Uh, that is a lot of cheddar. I love this putter. Fuck's that dude's name? Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. Yes, who I love in Obtainium. Uh, all i can think about when i think of him is like in the ted movie or a million days of the wild a million ways to die in the west like when he's dancing with the straw yeah i'm talking about and he's just being weird uh anyway uh he'll be back i want to see him come back uh, the the rhino the what it's or no that's you're thinking of paul giamatti aren't you oh slap yourself on the hand no, Giamatti Ribisi is, yeah, he was in Friends. He's in a lot of shit. <laughs> Giamatti Ribisi. Giamatti, yeah, Paul my, Giamatti my Ribisi. Point, my point exactly. Let's clone them and put them together. Make one hell of an actor. Um, uh, I loved his character in the first Avatar. I thought he was like one of the more real ones. Because I'm like, yep, that's exactly how things would work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's just kn- the tech dude who yells at everybody to do stuff. Right. And, well, yeah. he's just... Make me money, goddammit. Right. So... <laughs> 
I think when we, when he comes back, he's gonna be you know have been spanked by his bosses. Yeah, and he's gonna come back super aggro and super musky, mm. and he's gonna just fucking lay waste to shit. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, <laughs> a long time ago, and by a long time ago, I mean a couple months. Uh, James, <laughs> James Cameron had sent something to the effect of like. If this movie isn't, you know, the the second biggest or makes, you know, $100 billion or whatever it was, yeah. then we're not going to see the other avatars. And we said, wait a minute, that doesn't <laughs> sound right because then you shoot a lot of them at the same time. Yeah, at least the first two and then like clips for three and four. <laughs> so John Landau reveals Avatar 3 and Act 1 of Avatar 4 have already been shot. Oh, of, Jesus. Yeah, of course they have. Can. You fucking liars. Dickheads. Uh, apparently... <laughs> After Act One of Avatar Four, there is a giant time jump. Okay, which I like because I'm ready to see them on Earth. Just fucking. Well, I was gonna up. say, would you say about a six year time? Yeah, jump, probably? there you go. Yeah, <laughs> the time it takes to get from Pandora to Earth. Yeah, you ready for a new segment? Yeah. Marvel and DC News for Hippie Hater. <laughs> hey, all right, go. still got to work on that one. <laughs> I'm trying to keep all the Marvel and DC News uh, just, just in a segment. Yeah, and just <laughs> yeah. for Hippie Hater. <laughs> a new report supports past rumors regarding Owen Wilson's Agent Mobius uh, from what? the TVA will be in Marvel's upcoming Deadpool 3. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to see Owen Wilson and Deadpool 3, which makes sense because Owen Wilson yeah. can hop timelines. Yeah, TVA makes the most sense to I agree. make yeah. Deadpool jump universes. And we're going to see Wolverine in it, too. Yeah. So, uh, this will probably be the first appearance of Wolverine in the MCU. So do you think that the post-credits of Deadpool 2 is going to be actual canon? Because he got like a time travel device. And then that probably sparks Mobius to be like, hey, you're fucking with time. Oh, what a good theory. You can't just go and choke out baby Hitler. It changes sure too can. much. <laughs> you <know>? Yes, you <laughs> can. So does that canonize uh, the universe where Ryan Reynolds played was going to play the Green Lantern, but yes. then got murdered, Yes, <laughs> is an actual part of 100%. the MCU multiverse. Our world. That's right. <laughs> earth prime right here and the uh origins wolverine deadpool is actually dead in the multiverse because deadpool killed him right or we could see a version (laughs) in battle world coming up we'll see yeah oh i love it it's a lot oh it's perfect yeah i like that oh way to to use like a dumb gag at the end of the movie (laughs) as He's going to be hopping through time and Mobius is going to come stop him. Oh, fuck. That's perfect. It is perfect. I Uh, really like that. And we're going to talk a little bit about Dwayne Johnson. uh, (laughs) Colloquial known as The Rock. Uh And how he really fucked up everything in the world. uh, Oh, yeah. For Zachary Levy. So a couple different things. One, uh, we learned that, uh, you know, Black Adam was not a great movie because Dwayne Johnson kept uh needing rewrites because he's like i'm not gonna be a villain mm. i have to be an anti-hero it's my it's brand like, <laughs> yeah so he's forcing his own brand on the Correct. ip so so there's that too mm-hmm. this the, is gonna be the greatest version of this character but because it's yeah. not gonna be this character <laughs> right 
too, uh, Zachary Levy was supposed to be in a, a post credit scene, mm. and Dwayne the jo- Rock Johnson, who has such incredible veto power on this movie, said absolutely the fuck not. Uh. And then at the end of Shazam 2, there was supposed to be the characters that play Cyclone, or the, the actors that play Cyclone and um, Hawkman yeah. were going to be bringing in Shazam to the JSA, setting okay. up another movie where he's fighting with the JSA. Gotcha, yeah. But Dwayne Johnson had veto on that. Oh, so he just fucked everything. So now Zachary Levy is like having like this Hollywood meltdown, which I am so fucking here for, because he's giving, <laughs> yeah. he's doing these posts, he's doing these interviews, and yeah, he's just so spilling he's the beans. Just talking shit about like toxic DC fans. Right. I think like there was a certain number that Shazam 2 had to hit for him to stay in the DCEU that it didn't <sighs> because he's also like on Twitter he was like oh my god this last season of Last of Us was great anybody want to cast me in it and then tags <laughs> the, 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 the wow. executive producer wow. he's just blatantly like I'm done with DC I need yeah. a new project wow it is wow it's very wow yeah, I remember uh, we had a quote from him a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, where he was talking about like, yeah, no, I'm sure I'm going to, you know, Shazam's going to be in the the new DC going forth because, you know, James Gunn, right. Peter Saffron are friends of mine. And if I'm not going to be in this, they're not really that good friends, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh, buddy. Whoops. Oh, I'm so sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, my man. Yeah. That's a big whoops. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Uh oh, it's time for Jan News, you know it now. Uh, so, speaking of people uh, being done for various reasons at DC or Marvel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> decent enough segue. Uh, Kevin Feige's number two, uh, Victoria Alonso. Oh, I thought you were talking about his shit. Uh, I mean. Depends I mean, on what your yeah, part of the story yeah. is. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Alonso is out at Marvel. Bummer. Bummer. Uh, she had been uh, Kevin Feige's like right hand woman for the entirety of Marvel Studios' existence for like seventeen years. Um, she was president of physical, uh, post production, VFX, and animation. What a title! Uh, I had to look up what physical is because that was a very seems like a very broad uh category sure it was like i th- I thought it was a typo like like physical left out some words right um physical production executive is responsible for all the resources of a company including mm. buildings studios sets special rigs costumes crew staff and most importantly money and time that's a big job uh physical production oversees the quote nuts and bolts uh, of a film and is often trusted to create and approve a film's budget. So she was doing all of that and also post-production and VFX and animation. So like Foggy would come up with the ideas and accept the awards and then Alonzo would come yeah, in and make it happen. basically do everything. <laughs> Good lord. Like a director versus a director of photography. Yeah, exactly. Good lordy. Yeah. Um... So she is out. Um, the first part of the, when the story first hit, it was a, uh, she had resigned. Right. kind of came out of the blue. Sure. Um, which seemed like a Bob Iger cut. Right. Like a cost cut. Cause he's like, Hey, you know, they had to bring me back to save the, to write this ship. And I got to save a billion or two to, you know, right. Dollars for the company. Cause we're just bleeding cash. You don't normally get rid of one executive though. No. 
um, yeah, that still was just like, eh, st- still seems a bit weird. Sure. Um, and then it had come out that it was confirmed that she was fired, but that like HR and Walt Disney executives were involved and a mm-hmm. bunch of mm-hmm. other high ups. And it was like a, a no win scenario for Kevin Feige. So he just kind of stayed out of it. Mm-hmm. And she was apparently like blindsided by the firing. Um, and that's as far as I had seen in the news. And there was more news today. So one, uh, we have a direct quote from her. Um, thankfully, a friend of the show uh, was willing to record a little snippet of it. And oh, nice. so, so here is what she actually had to say about Marvel Studios uh, from from the mouth of Christian Bale. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm so sad I didn't see that coming earlier. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that. Okay, so here's what... So three three sources told The Hollywood Reporter this, and here's what they're saying, is Ooh. that... So she has in her contract a no-compete clause. She can't work with other studios. Okay. And, like, who would even think she'd want to at the time? Yeah, a lot of people yeah spe- she's in charge of everything. Like, a, why? Yeah. A, a lot <laughs> of people speculated it was the VFX artists being mad, but they've always yeah. been mad. It's yeah. not anything new. Yeah, they had sort of named her specifically a couple of sure. times for being like, hey, she's the reason that, like, VFX artists and companies are getting blacklisted because she doesn't like them personally and, like, shit like that. But, but I assume uh, that's inside baseball everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So... She is a producer on the movie Argentina 1985, which is a foreign film uh. that won an Oscar uh. at this past Oscars. Oh. So apparently she was repeatedly warned, like, we don't want you spending time producing another movie for another studio, whether it's foreign or not, yeah. because you have a You're non-compete. You're in charge of everything, so, and <laughs> you've got a non-compete. Now, while she was... can't. <laughs> right. While she was producing this film, the VFX of... Phase 4 and Phase 5 Marvel were coming under a lot of scrutiny for being shitty, starting with the Scarlet, uh, Scarlet, not Scarlet Witch, um, Black uh, Widow. Black Widow, yeah. Being shitty. So literally the start of Phase, yeah, four. phase 4. And then, like, up till Quantum Mania, people are being like, hey, the CGI is not up to stuff, and this is supposed to be under her wing. Meanwhile, uh, mm-hmm. she's been warned X amount of times, and, th- and she's like, I actually don't think you'll fire me. I think I'm too. I think I'm too oh. big to fail. Uh, so she goes to the Oscars now. Oh fuck! What else is nominated? Black Panther is uh-huh. nominated, and like other Marvel projects. Uh-huh. And so as the Marvel camp arrives and is doing the red carpet, she goes with the Argentina 1985 oh. camp. So now she is seen as. The, the second in command of Marvel Studios is with... Abandoning Marvel at right. the awards. Uh, and then Arge- Argentina 1985 won Best Oscar yeah. for a foreign film. I didn't look up to see if she went on stage or not, but yeah. I'm sure she was... Well, they had a world-class producer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so apparently that was just too much. And on top of all that, uh, they put... Feige in this everyone's calling the impossible situation yeah because it's like he could have intervened but he didn't Um, yeah I can understand why because again it's like you're you're letting our house be on fire because you want to do a thing that you're legally not supposed to do and you've been warned multiple times to stop doing and then very publicly it was just like nope I'm going with this passion project now yeah Alonzo might be like fuck it I've done this for many, many years. I'm going to do what I care about now. Yeah. And I'm sure she has a gigantic settlement clause in her contract. Yeah. 
So maybe she was just like, fuck it, fire me. I'll go make more Oscar winning yeah, films I don't that know I care if about. That's, I, don't, I don't think she's going to get any severance. You don't think so? No, not after it's, it's, uh, she did a thing that's in her contract. She says she can't do, and she already did it multiple times and was warned multiple times. I like, 100% I believe. I guarantee they have records of all of the sure. times that they warned sure. her that she had already broken her contract. But I believe that <laughs> at that level, even like gross negligence, you get a, a certain amount of severance. I 100% believe. Like if Kevin Feige was caught jerking off into a plant tomorrow in front of people <laughs> and they had to let him go, I guarantee he's getting a giant fucking payoff. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's the breaking the contract thing and be, like multiple times and being warned to stop breaking the sure. contract. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah. I hope we do. Yep. Uh, that's my two cents on that story. Wow. More Dan news, please. More Dan news. <laughs> Oh, it's time for more Dan news now. <laughs> hey, we are out of the DC Marvel chunk. Oh, good. Still in the Disney chunk, though. <laughs> Sorry, Hippie. Uh, and I just I titled this Another Fucked Star Wars Project. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Lindelof and his co-writer, uh, Justin Britt Gibson, are no longer working on a Star Wars movie. <laughs> they were hired in 2022. Um, turned in their script draft in mid-February of this year and then left shortly after. Uh, Lucasfilm has hired a new writer, though we don't know if they'll be using the Lindelof script or starting over from scratch. And the movie, as of now, is still planned to be released uh, December 19th, 2025. Well, that's not going to happen. No. They had just very publicly admitted that the sequel trilogy was uh, bad slash not as good as it should have been. It was whatever the like, you know, eased, eased off language that they used um, because Uh, they were rushed to fill a release date. Can I tell you a weird thing? Let's meander a second. All right. So I was, um, Eddie, I'm just (laughs) to this right way. I was elevated the other night after leaving a function. Um, (laughs) all right. And, uh, (laughs) I, I was in an Uber uh-huh. and I got in the Uber and I'm usually pretty talkative with my Uber drivers, but like I was, in a, <laughs> yeah. I was so elevated and the Uber driver was just like, I was like, Hey, how are you tonight? And he went, Ugh. and I'm like, thank fuck. He's grumpy. He doesn't <laughs> want to talk. And I, I, I went on this whole other plane of existence. One, I got really uh, freaked out. Like, Oh, uh, I'm going to get fired. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my girl is going to leave me. Like my whole world's a sham. The IRS is going to come take my house. Like I'm going to be homeless. Uh, just because that's what happens to me when I get elevated. Yep. And then two, I started thinking about the Last Jedi, uh, <laughs> and like how everyone defends this movie. And I thought about it. And I've watched it probably four times at this point, maybe even more. And I'm and I don't like the Last Jedi. I'll, I'll no. watch it because it's Star Wars. And I'm like, you know what it is? Is there are really good parts of that film, but it is not good overall, like the trilogy. But like we were mm. so chomping at the bit for something good. Yeah. That that's why everyone's like, oh, The Last Jedi is a masterpiece, but it's not. It's just the most polished turd. When you go back and watch the first Wonder Woman movie, it's a fine movie. It's an okay movie. Yeah. But at the time, we're like, this is incredible because all the other DC movies suck so bad. Oh, yeah. The this bar is the has only, been this lowered. This is the one that is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Th- that's, there are some good things in this. <laughs> that's what I thought. Because I'm like, why do I hate The Last Jedi and everybody else loves it so much? And I'm like, that trilogy on a whole is so poor. Yeah. My my bar for the sequel trilogy as a whole is just so far lower right. than 
like the prequels or the OG. Someone someone put on Twitter today, imagine being back in 2015 and seeing this for the first time and it was the um, trailer for uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. And that trailer is great. Oh, yeah. And it has so much potential. Oh, yeah. Each one of those movies had an incredible trailer. And it's just like, oh, these are the good parts. Yeah, they know how to sell people to go to yeah. a Star Wars thing. <laughs> hot garbage. Hot, <laughs> hot garbage. Um, people were saying uh, saying that about uh, Mandalorian now, too. I've been seeing a bunch of like, why does everybody still love the Mandalorian when we have Andor? And oh, like, Mandalorian's better, though. They're so different. <laughs> like, Andor is the wire in space, and it's made for adults, and yeah. it's very slow and contemplative, and means a lot of things about building rebellions and rise of fascism and how you fight it and from sure. what different angles and, like, very complex, well-executed storytelling. And But Mando, to me, is, like, all of the deep lore... Mm-hmm. building like connecting everything to everything else saturday morning cartoons sure that are just super fun to watch do you remember when we lived in that apartment and we i hopped the gate and we went to the pool and like <laughs> yeah. that cop came up to uh-huh. us and the cop was like what are you guys doing here and we're like oh uh, we're just <laughs> talking <laughs> sorry we're here it's like i've been here you guys hopped the fence like all right it's like what apartment do you live in i'm like that are you guys gonna leave? what were you talking about i'm like star wars movies it's like when are we gonna get a Mandalorian movie? <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, that was a weird day. I'm like, all right, while well, you're kicking us out of here. Um, anyway, now he's got it. I just wonder if that cop is just really happy now. Yeah, I mean, he's a bastard. Yeah, all yeah. of them are. All of them are. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh my god. Huh. All right. Last part of this tangent. No, being hit. a tangent. Bring it. Um, the crossword puzzle this week for <laughs> the Austin Chronicle. Uh-huh. One down. So the first clue uh, was hail blank. And it, for oh. a while, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's Satan. Uh, I was uh, hail a cab. So the first clue oh. of the puzzle is a cab. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I thought that was really fun. Uh, there's like <laughs> this viral video going out where it's got, where that, a guy says that. He's like, what would we do without the police? Who's going to come? talk to you for five minutes after you've been sexually assaulted you're like <laughs> i guess you'll just have to hail a cab hail a cab. Mm, that's, nice. funny. that's funny that's funny all right back to the uh subject <laughs> i um, forget what it was david lindelof uh was interviewed by slash film at south by southwest oh uh, uh real professional my... i can hear the low hum yeah touch the microphone a bunch. oh my goodness touch Almost. the microphone a bunch this is a professional operation. We should not be getting non-grounded buzz. Oh, that do it? That's fine. I think the whole good. show, I've been here. <laughs> I can still hear. I see, hear the low buzz in the background. Yeah, I think your headphones are turned up way louder than mine. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, uh, Linda Luff said <laughs> to slash film <laughs> at South by Southwest. Hey. Um, so very recently, mm-hmm. uh, he said, uh, the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely, extremely high. Uh, if it can't be great, it shouldn't exist. That's fucking true. Uh, I have the same association with it as you do, uh, like Star Wars, uh, which is, it's the first movie I saw sitting in my dad's lap, four years old, May of 77. Um, 
I think it's possible that sometimes when you hold something in such high reverence and esteem, you start to get in the kitchen and you just go, maybe I shouldn't be cooking. Maybe I should just be eating. Uh, We'll leave it at that at that point. There's clearly like things he can talk about later, maybe, but he wasn't allowed to talk about at the moment. Right. Bummer. Yeah. (laughs) I really want that buzzing to go away. (laughs) It's so frustrating. Here, touch something metal. Yeah, I'm like with... Oh, oh, oh. Hey, you did it. Hey, there we go. I found a grounded USB plug. I could ground the mic, too. Fucking A. (laughs) Professional operation. What else you got? Uh, And then the last thing I have... uh, which is purely for Hippiator. Oh, good. Um, since we were away for the uh, the Oscars, the we I think we briefly went over some of the nominations, but we didn't really talk about the winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the nominated, but unfortunately didn't win mm-hmm. categories, um, for best costume design, uh-huh. Jenny Beaven uh-huh. for Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Hey. <laughs> How about that? Hey, it's something we should probably watch and review. Yep. <laughs> good, good for that. That's, that's the end of Dan News. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? All right. Uh, they recently put back on Netflix a trilogy of movies that mm-hmm. is doing spectacularly, mm-hmm. is in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And it's the Riddick movies. Oh, I thought you were leading uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh-uh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. all three of back on Netflix, they've been staying at the top. They are being watched an unusual amount of time. Nice. Uh, which prompted uh, Vin Diesel to go out on his Instagram and say, <laughs> Give me money to make another one. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It's very humbling. Mm-hmm. There are even more meetings happening about Riddick number four entitled yeah, yeah, yeah. Furia. Yes. And we need it. Because those movies are fucking great. Yeah. They're his, like, John Wick. Like, just keep making yep. them until people stop liking them. Yeah. But John Wick's a lot better. Word. But, th- but these are good. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's the, they're his John Wick. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's the Rolls Royce of John Wick knockoffs. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. It's time for news to lighten the mood now. That's not how that goes. Try again. Try again. <laughs> I got distracted. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons star Justice Smith. Uh, and we'll talk about Dungeons and Dragons a little bit later. Uh, admitted that he's still not sure if he will reunite with Ryan Reynolds in Detective Pikachu 2. Oh. And my answer to that was, that's a bad fucking side, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got some fucking news for you. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. If, yeah, if I'm, they're I'm in... guessing the main character of the first story, if they haven't talked to you yet. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that's so weird to say out loud. I'm yeah. sure he was just on the... um red carpet and somebody asked him yeah yeah so he was like well are you what, what like, about i'm Pikachu not too? sure yeah I'm not, but i'm like you're not <laughs> yep. they didn't ask you back bud well that's it yes <laughs> detective pikachu he solved your case he's moving the fuck on yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying uh so dungeon and dragons uh i may have talked a lot of shit on this movie yeah i may in the future right <laughs> but eventually we're gonna have some blu-rays of it to give Word. away. Soft. seems to be getting good like um 
begrudgingly. Uh, like early screening, yep. you know, stuff. Pe- people mm-hmm. seem to be uh, enjoying it a good deal. They sh- they premiered at South by. Yeah, people loved it. Word. Uh, so did John Wick Four. Word. Uh, I like so. <laughs> John Wick Four uh, <laughs> was the secret screening of South by. Yeah, but it weeks earlier got leaked that it is going to be the secret screening so people start referring to this unironically as the secret screening of john wick 4 and i thought that was the dumbest funniest most amazing thing in the world awesome the secret screening of john wick 4 and i'm like yep that's what it is that's awesome yeah yeah all right uh last new the news like the move before we go um <clears throat> Ben Affleck divulges details about his intensely competitive celebrity Wordle group, uh, which features Matt Damon and other A-listers. He says, (laughs) Octurtle, which is just Wordle with more words. (laughs) He says, don't be impressed. It's not harder. I was invited to join a cool little red velvet rope celebrity Wordle group. Matt Damon's (laughs) one of them, Jason Bateman and Bradley Cooper. And actually, the first rule of Wordle is don't talk about Wordle unless you get it in three guesses. I used to do the crossword Ooh. puzzle. Yeah. So you don't even tell everyone. That's good. You no, don't, don't spam the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, I used to do the crossword uh, compulsively in the mornings. And I think it was, uh, I was good at word games. And let's face it, going up against actors, it's not a high bar. <laughs> I expected to do fairly well. So I was seriously humbled. <laughs> That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> he said he was still in training. Uh, and I bring this up because one, very funny. Two, <laughs> the amount of cock I would suck to be on this group. <laughs> I don't want to suck any cock, but I would suck a lot of cock. Just saying you would. Like, like line them up, boys, to be in this group and be playing Wordle with these people, because that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. I'm a star fucker. There you go. Can confirm. <sighs> Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with the Red Hot Memes, although I haven't posted any in like two years. <laughs> um, thank you to Dan Benjamin and the whole team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. To the finest crew in Starling. <laughs>